Previously, I'm told. The Tea Box with Rick and Craig. Posted in your blog mm-hmm. how strokes gained tea to green was way more, or strokes gained. Keep going. Fairway you're to you're doing great. Here's the thing. They were hot. Don't and I was still mad. <laughs> As a guy, you kind of go, okay, they're hot. I'll, I'll leave them alone. No. I we got more to say that in the Me Too world now. I could. I just did. In the world, do women even want to be hot anymore? You talk, uh, he's a color analyst. Yeah, he's got plenty of time. Look, I, hell, I never prepare for this, and I'm the color guy in our little radio Well, that's show. evident. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, if I could speak well, I, I would... I would be okay. Mm-hmm. He speaks better than me. Mm-hmm. So, you also can go down and have dinner or lunch at the Tower Club. I've been, have I been there yet? I don't know. It's cool. That's what you I hear. To, I think it's the Thanksgiving Tower. Nice. And you go up there, and they've got their um, their hoo-hahs, their little... Um, <laughs> what's the thing you can hit into? It's hitting Bay? Yeah, but what are they called? The Nets? No, they have the machine... Simulator? Yeah, thank you, a simulator. Took you that long to get to that? <laughs> really? You're asking me to follow really? follow a car that's swerving off the road and trying to tell you, trying to figure out what you're doing? Please. Yeah. When uh, I did my thesis, it was Bruno Sammartino, and oh, nobody remembers him. Yeah, remember. What do you mean nobody remembers him? Of course we I did. The great Bruno, he had like the longest reign of all time. I think he was the yes. champion for like, what, a decade? Didn't yep. he murder his wife? No, I think that <laughs> was... Uh, that was, that was Chris Benoit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Snuka. Jimmy Snuka. I it was his Jimmy. girlfriend. Jimmy, I remember Jimmy Snuka. M- murdered his girlfriend. Tough way to make yeah. a living. Murdering your wife? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely a tough way to make a living. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, you guys kind of worked that in. You did good. You did good. <laughs> guys that missed the cut, there's really... I always look at the last guys. Um, well, you got to mention... Uh, um, <laughs> Old school bitch. Hey, good morning, everybody. You've got the tea box when it's eight o'clock and it's Masters Week and how. Flipping exciting, exciting and I. Okay, mark that. Yeah, dang it. Right off the bat. Three minutes in. (laughs) But I'm excited. Less than three minutes. Because. Ten seconds. (laughs) Well, it is 8, 10, 8, 11. Dang it. You got the tee box. I'm Craig. That is Eli Jordan. With a cough button, by the way. Yeah, I've got a little head funk. Okay. It's not COVID. No, it's not the flu. It is not. It's, it's not neither, yellow fever. Neither one of those. Whooping cough. I don't believe so. Okay, but he's here. Just a little little head funk. And happy to be here, given it's Masters Week, right? Yeah, absolutely. I've been wall to wall the last two days, baby. That's it. Kern's here. Hello. Keeping us on. And Jonathan Dodd's doing tickers. Morning. And then morning, Jonathan. And then of course there is the greatness that is Jay King. Good morning, gents. The whole place. So. Happy that everybody's here. Hey, we are at Crest Cars, and it is really cool to be at Crest Cars because they have cars. I mean, dealerships have cars I mean, right it's, now. It's right there in the name, Crest Cars. But no, but dealerships haven't had cars. You, well, you want a car, you got to go order one. 
So one of the salespeople came by and said, they have a QX60 here. It's beautiful. It's white. You could drive that. Would you call that a pearl white? Huh. It's white. Okay. And it's here. And he basically said, it'll be gone by 11 o'clock. It, they're very confident. He was confident yes. that, that vehicle would be out the door before eleven. And I, I offered him a deal, a thousand dollars under sticker, and he just started shaking his head vehemently. Yeah, he was getting ready to run, start, start the paperwork. And uh, but so, so you can you, get a deal. You can get a deal, and you can get this car, and not wait six months to order one, because it's. Uh, I think the QX60 is their lone front-wheel drive vehicle, and it's also their. Least expensive three-row SUV. SUV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. It's definitely nice looking. Yeah, it is. And fun to drive. I had one a long time ago when they first came out. It was called the JX back then. So, yeah. Anyway, we had a fun show. We're bearing the lead because it is Masters Week, and I'm excited. And we have a lot to talk about. So, coming up next, we'll line up the sh- – we'll um, – outline the show and it's called uh, a run sheet yes actually i'm gonna hand the reins over to eli so <laughs> i don't mess up anymore and uh go back to my color analyst gig where i should be <laughs> <laughs> that's all right you're, you're not a, not a formatics guy you're, no yeah. no there's no. nothing wrong with that but still masters week we still love you and it's awesome and we will talk about all that next sports radio 96 7 and 13 10 the ticket yeah, all right, 818, Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, the ticket. You've got the tee box on this moving day for Masters Saturday. Another Saturday. That's right. Eli Jordan, Craig Rosengarten, live here from Crest Cars up in Frisco. If you're out running your pre-Masters coverage errands, stop by and see us and pick up a brand-new Crest vehicle. By the way, we were talking about this QX60 that's, that might get sold. There's a woman right now looking at it hard. Uh, yep, she's she's looking at. She's walking around. I think she might already be interested. <laughs> you bought it already? Did you buy that car? Well, I'm gonna try to today. All right, Good all right, for there you, you go. Well, Good it, for you. We, we, so, we were told it would be sold by 11 o'clock. So yeah, we better. 8:15. If you're interested, you better. But they also have other deals here. You can get a Cadillac. Jeez, the lease deals are ridiculous. You can get like a. Just come on out and say that Cadillac for 400 a month. Which one is it? There's about three different ones. So, yeah, come on out and get a Cadillac. Why not? <laughs> I like that. Come out and get a Cadillac. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All right, let's take a look at the run sheet for today. Of course, it is Master Saturday, and we will be heavily discussing Tiger Woods and what's going on down at Augusta. We'll have leaderboards at 830. We'll have some uh, other Masters nuggets at 850. And then at 9.30, we'll uh, get into some tee times and a leaderboard update and see what's going on down at Augusta now that the cut's been made and uh, all the guys are headed towards the course later this morning. Um, This segment actually brought to you uh, by uh, PJ Tour Superstore, and they will have a launch party on Friday as they're doing a Scotty Cameron Phantom X putter launch at their Preston Road store, and we will be there on Saturday. We will Mm -hmm. at this store for the – the day after. The day after the launch. That's okay. right. They'll have a food truck and all kinds of stuff. They'll have a raffle for you to try and uh, 
be one of the first to purchase one of those new Scotty Cameron Phantom X putters. So go check out PGA Tour Superstore on Friday. By the way, I know it's all Masters all the time because it is Masters week and Tigers playing and Scotty, local guys leading and everything. But at 9-10, I heard uh, the doctor this morning talk about how he got started in radio. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell my story. I don't even think you know it. Given the fact that you run the radio, uh, run the magazine, you should know this story, and it's actually quite funny. So we'll go, we'll go back in time and talk about that story at nine ten. All right, looking forward to it. But first, it was Masters Week, and there was a lot leading up. And I'm going to ask you: Might this be the most anticipated major you've you've had in a while? Yeah, I mean, certainly in a couple of years, I would say. I mean, just like you said, all the the talk about whether Tiger was going to play and then kind of the lead up to it where he, you know, you have people tracking his private jet on the Internet to see that, oh, he's he's left his home in Florida and he's headed for Augusta and just seeing the practice rounds and then kind of the buildup of waiting to find out whether he was actually going to stick a tee in the ground on Thursday. And then, you know, and then you get to kind of follow him through those two rounds on Thursday and Friday. And just, and it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to overstate just what an amazing career he has had. But I mean, this just adds another feather in his cap when it comes to being resilient and mentally tough and, I mean, going out there and playing 36 holes at a very difficult golf course, and one of the rounds was, I mean, just a a butcher shop out there. I mean, you know, guys are just getting slaughtered with the wind. And for him to make the cut and be around on the weekend is is staggering. Not only that, didn't this endear him with everybody? I mean, look, he wrecked his own car, almost killed himself, almost lost his leg. Mm-hmm. And he's become such a, even a more likable human, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I think some of that started I mean, as his kids started to get a little bit older, and you started to see that he was kind of mellowing out just a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, I that think happens that, too. But but well, what? I think you know some of the things that have happened to him, you know, between his DUI and then wrecking his Escalade on the fire hydrant and Elon chasing him with a seven iron or whatever. And Seventeen and, women he's having affairs with and. Right, and just all of that stuff. I mean, I think that it, it, it at least brought him back down to earth a little bit where he realized, hey, I'm just a normal human being like everybody else. But, man, on the golf course, I mean, he's... Dude, I mean, there's nothing normal about him. On the golf course, no, there isn't. I mean, he's... Yes, that was actually critical. Cool. And I'll tell you, even the other one, I thought that it was a perfect storm for the Masters this year. You had him. You had Mickelson not showing up. You had... Weather coming in that you knew about that was going to blow 50 miles an hour like we had on Thursday. And Thursday's wind here was ridiculous. And I'm thinking, that's going, that's coming there Friday, yep. right? It's usually about a day later where it gets there. And the other thing that I thought was pretty big, and I, I'm not sure um, everybody felt the way I did, but and maybe I'm a little wrong given how it's going right now. But this may be this may have been to me one of the most wide open majors in a long time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you look I, I at the, disagree with you. You look at the best players in the world. John Rahm hadn't been playing great. You, um, n- nobody was taking the world by a storm except for the last month, one guy. Mm-hmm. And you 
hey, is he going to be a the giant favorite for the for the Masters? You know, you you just no. But Rory's not playing great, and Justin Thomas, we haven't seen him in a while. Or Morikawa hadn't done a bunch. Morikawa hasn't done a bunch, and you know he doesn't putt great, so you don't know. And Jordan's changing his swing, and Ugh, boy, we need. We'll get into that a little bit more later, but I cannot yuff, watch yuff. his practice win. I, Good well, lord! Save it for nine thirty. We'll yeah. talk more about it when we kind of get into some of the other news and notes. But yes, it's something, something else. And so, I to me, it was as perfect of a storm for a major that you possibly could have. Well, you know, you've also got a field that is filled with a lot of amateurs and past champions. And so just right there, I mean, you're eliminating probably 10 to 15 guys that it it shrinks the field down a little bit. And then it brings in, you know, other players like like we saw Sunjay M. And, you know, you've got past champions there like Charles Schwartzel and Hideki Matsuyama, the defending champion, who, I mean, was was withdrawing from every tournament he had entered for the last, what, three or four weeks? Like he would get out and try and play and then – couldn't do it because he's hurt, and there he is, you know, five shots off the lead. Uh, Dustin Johnson's a past champion there. I mean, it's it really is, like you said, kind of a wide-open field. But, you know, that being said, what we've seen Scotty Scheffler do over the last month and a half has been pretty ridiculous, and he's oh, yeah. holding form again this week. Yeah, and we'll get into more of that when we get into leaderboards and how special he's been. And here's the thing. I'm still dialed in for today. Mm-hmm. But if he's got a five-shot lead going into Sunday, I'm playing golf. Really? I'll I'll probably tape it. I'll still tee it up. Uh, I'll tape it. I'll still still tee up the Masters coverage and probably sit by the TV all day. Yeah, I I probably, if he's got five shots and he's playing the way he's playing, and look, he looks so relaxed out there, and he looks like he's just having fun. And, you know, I watched him grow up. I've I've told you this before, and, and there was a point in a in a span of a year, it seemed like every time my kid played in a junior event, his opening tee time, his first round, was always with Scotty. It almost, I've I bet fifteen out of twenty tournaments in a in a out of those first fifteen or twenty tournaments, he was paired with Scotty in a tournament. And I mean, Scotty was a little it was a few years younger, but it was he was I mean and watching his dad and watching the whole family come out and watch Scotty it was really 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 cool so I know he always had a fire in his belly but here's the thing that I always got fooled by which you could probably appreciate he was three years younger than my kid and Jordan and Jordan was winning everything and so as good as Scotty was as good as Will Zalatoris was who was a year younger Jordan was the the goat you know in junior golf and you didn't think any of them would be as good as jordan well you know things creep up right yeah there's and no guys doubt. get older i mean mm-hmm. you know so guys get bigger they get stronger they get faster they sharpen their games and and sometimes players that dominate for a long time they have long stretches where they struggle yep and i'm hoping jordan finds it because it's it's way more fun when he's contending Hell, it's way more fun when Brooks Kepka's contending and he looks lost. And it, there's a lot of them out there, right? I mean, I, I want—I don't root against anybody. I just don't. I—I I hope they all are, are good. I mean, um, but they're—they're they're gone, and we have a awesome leaderboard. Yeah, we will talk about the leaderboards next. I did want to circle back to Tiger just here quickly. Okay. I, I know, obviously, making the cut is a huge statement for him to go out there and especially kind of 
being noticeably walking with a limp and it's and, and yesterday i mean just he, he couldn't seem to get loose the first five six seven holes i mean you could you could tell he was very very rigid mm-hmm. and for him to cobble together that you know those couple of birdies you know on 10 especially that iron shot he hit on 10 i think probably is the one that made wow. it the cut but baking birdie on 10 and give himself a little breathing room going to aim in corner where he you know he bogeys 11 bogeys 12 but then is able to bounce back and birdie 13 um I think that it was interesting to see just how he kind of started out his round and just how resilient he was throughout the course of the day being able to make some of these bounce-back birdies because after that start, he could have very easily cratered and just been like, okay, you know, loop's over. Let's, you know, just get this thing to the barn and get back in the jet and head on home. So my question for you is, do you see any chance of him somehow ending up with a – backdoor top 10 top five is, is is there any way he goes low over the next two days i don't i don't i'll answer this in the way and when and i uh, people ask me on twitter and everywhere else what i thought tiger would do this week and in my mind and this was before thursday i said he was going to make the cut on the number and backdoor top 10 and I, i'll still say that this golf course gets more difficult, and the better you know it, the better off you are. And he'll still back to our top ten. Really, he's not going to contend, but he'll back to our top ten. Yeah, I mean, you've I've got, got guys like, and we'll get into it in a minute. But you guys got like Schwartzel and and Harry Varner, and those guys are going to fall back. I just don't know. I mean, I, just watching him yesterday morning when the weather was a little bit cooler, just how stiff he was those first four or five holes, and it's supposed to be chilly again this morning, and he's not going to have an afternoon tea time. He's going to be going off in the morning. And tomorrow there's supposed to be potential frost, so it's going to be cold again. I just don't think that – I mean, hell, he's like 75% titanium at this point. And what if I told – There's no way that he'll be able to, I think, get loose enough early enough to where he can go out there and really put together a good round. Now, I think he'll he'll hover around probably somewhere around even par, one over, one under over the next couple of rounds. So what if I told you – if he sh- if he finishes this tournament at one over for the week, that's a top ten. I don't think so. It's, All right. it's side probably, bet. It's probably close, but side bet for a dollar. I say. Wow, I say old dollar. Okay. I'm gonna say even par. Well, I like when you Venmo me, so I'll take the dollar. <laughs> even I'm saying even par is top ten. Okay, that's 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 a fair bet, and I, I, you're probably not way off. I mean, and so I do. I think he can make he can he can slide in there at even par. Yeah, and I think guys are going to fall back. Um, but let's get into the leaderboard next because it's really fun. But first, first we need to talk about Preston painting. You know, my good friend Bourbon. We have had so many people call Bourbon and get their house is painted or get a room painted some guy needed 27 doors in his house painted what, how did, how did, 27 doors he had how big is to get the painted. house i don't know but i'll never forget i'm sitting with bourbon he goes yeah i got a deal i said what is this this guy wants all his doors painted nothing else but you know what does he live in an amazon warehouse i don't know but bourbon got it done and the guy was ecstatic and he started to give him ever up more projects because bourbon's group did such a good job on the doors he's done rick's neighbor he's done rick's house he's done my house he when you need a guy and you'd say hey look you know my 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 house looks a little dreary you know paint can liven up anything but you really need a, somebody good to do it well maybe i need to call him and see if you he'll do, give, oh. give me a quote to 
Because the outside of my house could use a little sprucing up. He can do outdoors. So go to PrestonPainting.com. Bourbon's cell phone is on the site. And call Bourbon. Say, hey, Bourbon, would you rather play around the golf or would you rather paint my house? And it's 50-50 on what he's going to say. No, he's going to want to paint your house. Bourbon always wants to paint houses because Bourbon's awesome at painting houses. Go to PrestonPainting.com, PrestonPainting.com and call Bourbon. Carry on my wayward son. Got the peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. What was that? That is oh. guar. That's guar, sir. Okay. Have you ever heard of guar? Now, I've heard of Kansas in a different version of that, but yeah. no. You should look up a picture of guar and how they yeah. play. Look up a picture of guar G-W-A-R? right now. G-W-A-R? Yeah, yep. guar. All right. It's 838 Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310. The ticket. You got the T-Box live at Crest Cars this morning on this Masters Moving Day. Eli Jordan alongside. <laughs> <laughs> there's, yeah, there's Guar. He just saw it. <laughs> uh, boy, when are they coming in concert? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that giggling you hear is from the greatness of Craig Rosengarten. And, Craig, a lot of Masters talk today on the show, but we do need to get into the leaderboard because, you know what? First off, there are some very notable names on that leaderboard, and this is uh, brought to you by the Club Corp Classic. So next week, tune in because one of the special participants of the Club Corp Classic will be on the air with us. And I have got a funny story to discuss with him that I'm curious to know if he remembers. He's not on this week because he's on his honeymoon. Really? Yes. Very good. And that is the greatness. Is he a Hall of Famer or a future Hall of Famer? Future Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer. He was, not, he was on the ballot this year but didn't get voted in. He didn't get in? He did not, which is really strange to me. That is DeMarcus Ware. And everybody I talk to say he's a really fun interview. He's a super nice guy. I've had a chance to meet him a few times in my uh, time at the ticket, and a very nice guy. And that's one of the, one of the stories comes from um, – a golf outing that was very early on in my ticket career. Okay. Very fun. So it's, very a, fun. it's a golf-related question. It's a ticket-related question, and it involves DeMarcus Ware. There you so. go. And he's playing in the Club Corp Classic, and that's why he's coming on. Well, he's coming on to talk a lot about stuff. But, yeah, it'll be really fun. So that's next week. All right, so the leaderboard. First off, we're talking about one guy, one guy only, because Scotty Scheffler just killed that golf course the last two days yeah and that 67 yesterday i mean that's a special round of golf right there and he wasn't in that morning wave that kind of got off easy he was in the afternoon wave that was just getting battered by the wind now he did it did ease up it did he was on his back nine he even said i don't know if you saw his post game interview post round interview but he said the front nine was brutal yeah and he said that the back nine he said even on um he said even on uh, number 16, he said he, didn't, he played that hole with no wind. Mm-hmm. There was no wind. He said I didn't, play any, I, didn't, I didn't allow for any wind. But he still, I mean, he bogeyed one and three, but he had, um, they had a couple birdies and birdie seven and eight. Um, and so, I mean, the front nine wasn't that brutal to him. But he just, I mean, that back nine, he was as nails as nails can be. Yeah. And um, 
You know, it's the largest lead. Give you two stats for me. It's the largest lead after 36 holes ever at a Masters. How about that? I didn't realize that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not surprising. I mean, you don't really usually see somebody kind of running away from everybody like this after a couple of rounds, especially given the conditions we saw over the last two days. I mean, Thursday wasn't a cupcake either. I mean, the course was really slow and wet still, so it played long. And then yesterday you get the, you know, kind of chill in the morning and then the afternoon wave got all the wind. So So I'll give you a stat. This is a crazy stat. So in the history of people being named number one in the world or being getting to the number one player in the world, only two guys ever became number one in the world and their first tournament after being named number one was the Masters. Okay. One, Scotty Scheffler, and one is Ian Woosnam. Oh, the wee Welshman. And how did Ian Woosnam do at the Masters? I'm guessing he won it. He won. So, I love seeing Ian Woosnam at the Champions Dinner because they always have to have him right up in the front because he's he's so small. He is a really small <laughs> Dude, guy. He's like five foot two. It's hysterical. He looks like a little child. It's funny. Yes. So there are a lot of major winners up at the top of the leaderboard. You've got Charles Schwartzel, who hasn't made a cut in thirteen weeks. Yeah, he's like a hundred and sixtieth in the world or something, isn't he? And but he won the twenty eleven Masters. He did. He's Masters winner. He's three under, tied with Sung J M. Who's played a couple of pretty good rounds. Yesterday, the wheels kind of came off on the back nine. Yes, he was leading he was, after first day. But yep. he, he got the really bad wind through Aiden's yes, corner. Did. Shane Lowry was three under two. And, boy, he's underrated. Mm-hmm. He is really underrated. Hideki Matsuyama, who has been hurt, but um, but he found a way to, to put things together. And uh, he's three under two. At two under, you've got Harry Varner, the third, and HV3. Good Lord. I couldn't take my eyes off of watching Dustin Johnson yesterday. Well, he is a handsome man. No, not for that. Oh. But I've never seen a guy have zero swing and find a way to get around a golf course like Augusta at just one over. Pretty impressive. He was. He couldn't find his way out of a damn shoe bag. He was... He couldn't hit. Shoe bag. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He, he couldn't hit a driver. No, he, that's what was killing him. And I guess this happened on Thursday as well. And he went to the range after his Thursday round to try and work it out. And it's very rare that you'll see a professional that knows that hey, the driver's not working. I'm going to go to the range and try and get it squared away, and still just can't figure it out. And so he came out yesterday, and he was hitting three metal off. Basically every tee. I think he tried to hit driver like on seven and just smother hooked one dead left into the trees. And after that, it was pretty much three wood the rest of the way. He hit it on 11. And here's the thing. When when it's Dustin Johnson and Billy Horschel, and I think he was playing with Colin Morikawa, you expect Dustin Johnson to be 40 yards ahead of them if they're playing hitting drivers. And on 11, they all hit driver. And Dustin hit a driver, and he was right even with Morikawa and maybe five yards ahead of Billy Horschel. I was like, whoa, he ain't hitting that driver very well, is he, for him? Yeah. For him. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and and just he found a way to stay in contention. And I told my son, and, and I, as we were texting back, I said, if he figures things, if he goes to the range after the round and figures things out, he 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 wins this tournament. 
and this was before Scotty started taking control. Iowa thought he could win it running away if he figures something out. He can't run away with it because Scotty's up eight under right now. But I, boy, if he finds if he finds something, I would not bet against him at all. Uh, tied with him is Kevin Na and Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith. Um, Boy, what an up-and-down round he had yesterday. Yeah, and, and again, he kind of was in that wave that kind of caught the bad part of the wind on the back nine, so it didn't didn't help him much. But, yeah, I mean, still a pretty rock-solid 74 for yep. given the conditions and not totally out of it yet. Corey Connors at one under. He's a popular pick because he's played the last two Masters very, very well. Um, along with Colin Morikawa, he played with, like I said, he played. He was a feature group yesterday, so I watched out every shot of him in Horschel and uh, – and Dustin Johnson. Will Zaltoris, local guy, also one under. Boy, he just continues to surprise me, and I, and he shouldn't. He was a really good player when I was watching him growing up, and there, there's no reason why he should strike. I think maybe he might be the best ball striker on tour right now. He's certainly up there. If he you can know, figure everything Scotty out. Scotty has a little something to say about that. But Okay, Danny Willett. Is there anybody playing that looks less of look like a golfer than Danny Willett? Um, yeah, probably. Um Eric Van Royen looks more like a like a sheriff from Tombstone. <laughs> but, but yes, uh, he certainly. It, I asked a buddy yesterday when Sunjay M was tied for the lead still, and Danny Willett, I think at the time was maybe one back. And I texted him. I said, "If you're the membership at Augusta, which do you want less? A second green jacket from Danny Willett or Sunjay M to be your winner?" Well, what's wrong with Sun JM? Nothing. It's just the language thing, and you know, I mean, it, it's. I'm sure they want somebody that is. They want a guy like Scotty Scheffler that lives in the states. That you know is that, that can be a little more of a face of you know wearing the green jacket. Yeah, I don't know. Thank you, Matsuyama's obviously gotten them a lot of yes. notoriety worldwide. Yes. Yes, I think he was a great champion, and boy, I would have liked to have been at that champions dinner. That was some good looking. Yeah, food. yeah, the the A five Wagyu steak is yeah. pretty solid. Justin Thomas is at uh, one under. That was a heck of a round he played. Yesterday. He shot seventy six, sixty seven, and boy, he missed a couple five to seven footers for birdies. He could have shot sixty four, sixty five yesterday. He was really on. So keep an eye out on him. He is not out of it. Um, all right, let's go down to guys who missed the cut. Well, there's lots of them. You know what? Let's carry this over. Uh, okay, we can do that. Because we're there, and we have some guys to talk about. So let's do that. We're out at CrestCars.com, Crest Cars right now. We're out at uh, Infinity, and you can go get yourself an Infinity. At, you can get 2.9% available on the QX50 or QX60. You can get a QX55 SUV at 1.9%. And you can get all sorts of Cadillacs for about 400 bucks a month. Uh, almost any of them, but the but the Escalade. So it's pretty good stuff. So uh, come on out and see us and uh, get yourself get yourself a new vehicle. Coming up next, we'll go through the leaderboards and we'll go through uh, a couple news and notes. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the Tick. Hey, at uh, 9.10, I'll talk about my uh, how I got into radio. It was a uh, kind of a funny story, mm-hmm. and I got ambushed, and it was very, very funny, so we'll do that. But first, let's talk about the Masters, because it's going on. By the way, this segment's brought to you by Arcus Golf. Um, you know, 
Not sure there's a golf course right now. Looks as good as Cowboys does. Really? It's been a minute since I've been out there. Yeah. Very, 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 uh, I get it. Well, you know what? You and I need to go out there and play in the next two weeks. We'll call our buddy Jeff and say, hey, we go play Cowboys. We'll go see that thing. Count me in. Yeah. All right. Um, I think we kind of left off with some guys of the players missed the that cut. missed the cut. And there's one notable that a certain hole got him again. So here's the thing. The, the Masters is the easiest field of the majors. By a mile. There was only, what, 93 guys? Yeah, and lots of amateurs and lots of past champions that are just no longer I mean, even guys like contenders. Guys like Bernhard Longer aren't long enough and – uh, Fred Couples and Larry Mize and some guy, some one of my golfing buddies made one bet on the Masters and he got Larry Mize plus 17 shots against Tiger for the first two rounds. Hmm. And I was like, he says, what do you think about that? How do you think I'm going to do it? I said, I don't care. Yeah, that's Who's of... looking at Larry Mize? Right, who wants to follow along with Larry Mize? <laughs> um, so I just found it interesting. First off, we had two guys who withdrew. You had uh, Paul Casey. <laughs> Don't remind me. Well, I, I took them both, too. He sunk my draft case. Mine, too. Paul Casey withdrew before he even started, and I wondered about that because he did the same thing at the match play. And I wondered, is there a value of him showing up and saying he's going to play and withdrawing right before he tees off versus... I mean, I guess it's just a he got out there and warmed up and then decided... Okay, I just I don't think I can. But do he played it. in the par three. He was yeah. he played in the he practiced every day, and then all of a sudden, yeah, no, I, I was weird. Louis Oosthuizen withdrew after first round. Boy, he's just not been right. Yeah, and you could see in that opening round when he was playing with Tiger that I think it was on number two. He made a swing where he kind of immediately kind of grabbed for his lower back, and then he was kind of doing some stretching. Like so, it was he was having some issues very early on in the opening round. Yes, yes, and. Um, and now let's we're burying the lead because we're talking about guys who missed a cut. Jordan Spieth. Ew. So shoots a 74 on the first day. So he's he's that hasn't played his, his way out of it. Where's the and finishes the front nine uh, yesterday at one under. So he's one over for the tournament in good shape. Mm-hmm. Looking to be around for the weekend. Pars 10 and 11 and 10 and 11 are hard golf course hard holes. I think 11, as my son said, if I ever got to play Augusta, I'm skipping that hole. Yeah, well, and it, it, it wouldn't play nearly as long for us if you played it from an appropriate tee box. It wouldn't be as bad. But they've lengthened it again this year by yep. about 15 yards. And it was playing and, into the wind. And so yesterday, and well, Thursday, it was playing, I think, 550. And pretty, 520. Howl, yeah, pretty howling crosswind. 520 right into the wind. That's, so. that's a hard golf hole. Yes. And you, and you can see how difficult it was just by where most of those guys were missing. A lot of them were coming up about 10 yards short and right. Like they just, even see, if they hit a good tee shot, they just couldn't get it all the way there. Did you see where Matthew Fitzpatrick missed? No. He was short of the water. Really? Yeah, it had to be 30 yards short, 35 yards short. It was, just, was it Morikawa that mailed one directly into the middle of the he, water? Right in the middle, yep. And so unlike him. Mm-hmm. That would be very uncharacteristic. But, but, but Jordan comes to 12. Which is a hole that has haunted, haunted him. him in the past. If you'll remember when he melted down there a few years back, he hit two into the water. And, I mean, could there have been more of a carbon copy of what he did? So he he hits his 
his tee shot on 12, and he's immediately saying hurry. Mm-hmm. Comes up just a little short. Hits the, hits the hill and goes Rolls in. down the water. It's a yellow staked hole, so he can't drop on that side of the water. He has to drop on this side. He but hits, he can go as far back as he wants. And so he finds a spot. He hits it again. Hits right next to the bunker and rolls back into the water again. It wasn't as bad of a chili dip as the one he hit a few years ago where it just had no chance. I mean, it was just yeah. right in the middle of the creek. But it was it was significantly chunked. And he takes a triple. But still has hope to make the cut. So he's, he's four over for the tournament. He gets to 18. Four over is the cut line. All he needs to do is make a par. And he, Which 18's been playing tough. And he puts the ball in the bunker. Now, I'll just give you an, a, another guy. Dustin Justin Thomas put the ball in the bunker in the same exact place, put put it to 10 feet. I don't know how if, just, if Jordan's lie was worse or if his stance was worse or whatever, but he didn't get the ball anywhere close to the green. He laid up. He, yeah, he basically had to kind of just throw it out sideways. And, and he laid up and... He needed to get up and down for par, and he couldn't do that. And he couldn't even get it up and down three. He made six, mm-hmm. and I missed guess the it, cut by two. He get, I guess at that point he knew he wasn't going to make it and said, "Screw it, I don't know." But it didn't look good. And man, I I feel for him, but I have to. I'm no expert on the golf swing. I'm not going to sit there and try to replace who Randy Smith is or even Brandel Chambly. But what he's doing with his practice swings. It, it looks uncomfortable. And, and I, you know, was texting with a couple of guys yesterday and just said, man, it just looks like he just. Coming straight. His practice swing is right over the top. Yeah. It looks really, like an amateur, as amateur of a very, swing as there is. Like casting and like it's very weird. But, it, but he, his regular swing doesn't look like that. I don't know what, I don't know what that drill is trying to do for him. I don't either. And I, it just, it's, it's un, it's uncomfortable to watch, right? Would you, would you argue right now if I were to tell you, I think he's probably like the fifth best golfer that lives in Dallas. Huh. I mean, Scotty and Will are both playing better. I'd argue Harry Higgs plays, is playing just as well, if not better. He made the cut. DeChambeau is had has not been playing very well. DeChambeau is, but over the last year and a half, he's probably been better than Jordan. No, Jordan was good last year. Yeah, yeah. Don't take that away from him. I mean, Bryson has a major since then. Yeah, but you know. I'm not ready to quit on him. Oh, no, sure. no, no, I'm and not he, saying that at all. But, way, I mean, at, but he, as of right now, I mean, I don't think I mean, he's certainly not better than Scotty, and I don't think he's better than Will or Harry Higgs either. So hold on a second, because I'm going to – where's where's this year's performance? Um, so he does have a second at, at Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in – the fall or winter, he had he had three top twenties in a row at the CJ Cup, at the Hero World Challenge, and the Century Tournament cha- Champions. And maybe we just hold him to a higher standard That's, because of his. I was his just going to tell you, record, but he's not awful. He's not playing. He's playing better than Harry Higgs. He's playing better than Bryson for sure. Yeah. You just hold him in a higher standard. Here's a guy who came out of college and and won three majors quickly, won twelve times quickly, and now he's. You know, winning one time a year and, you know, throwing around a bunch of top 20s. You think it bothers him that a guy like Scotty that he grew up just beating the pants off of 
is now the number one player in the world and a fellow Longhorn. And they, I mean, they grew up together playing. I know Jordan's a little bit older, but they I'd, played together a lot as juniors. Do you think it bothers Jordan that Scotty's? I'll give you one worse. So when because I know this intimately because I watch him. When Jordan was in high school, he was ranked number one by a mile. Number two was a kid by the name of Anthony Pellucci, who we haven't heard from. Hey. And number three was Justin Thomas. And there was a nice, sizable gap between where Jordan was and where Justin was. Mm-hmm. Justin was still the number three kid. And, he, and he, sometimes he'd switch with Pellucci, and he was number two or number three. But Jordan was handily better than Justin at that time. How does he feel now? Justin just is killing him. And it's like, man, I had his number all through high school and college. Well, I mean, like we said, you know, guys get you know bigger, stronger, faster, older, more mature. Yeah. They, they, and, and professional golfers, I mean, golfers in general, you know as well as I do. I mean, sometimes you just have stretches where you can't put anything together. I mean, right now I can't hit an iron shot to save my life. The last four or five rounds I've played, now, mind you, the wind's been blowing about every time I've played. Well, I'm about done for that. Aren't you about done with this damn wind? Yeah, for sure. But, it's but going to blow being, both days today and tomorrow. If, you go on a, if you're going to play today or tomorrow, it's going to blow. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be worse. I'm about done with it. But Yeah, yeah, same here. Bring on 105 and no wind. Yeah. But point being, I, you know, you you go through stretches where you just can't seem to figure it out. And and I don't think Jordan's to that point where it's he's just completely lost. But all of these little kind of peccadillos that he's had over the last couple of years with his these little things he's doing with his swing and all this stuff, and the putter's not working either. I mean, it just and that used to be what bailed him out was he would you know he would get hot with the putter and it would keep him out of major trouble. And now that's just not happening. No, no, no. Anyway, I mean, we spent too much time talking about Jordan. I mean, obviously you missed. The I don't think you can. He's ever, trying to figure things out. Let me tell you something. I don't think you can ever spend too much time about. Talking to Jordan because the world loves Jordan. There's no doubt. And, uh, by the way, he's 44th in money. I don't know where he is in FedEx Cup. So he's not, I mean, he's not awful, awful. He's just not what we what we expect out of him. He's 45th in FedEx Cup rank right now. He's 18th in the official world golf rankings. I mean, Eli, he can't be that bad no, I, if he's still 18th in the world. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And, um, and so... And so, I, I, I mean, I just, yeah. So I, I, I'm going to say that's a, that's a tough one. I, I want to mention a couple other guys that did miss a cut too. Brooks Kepka looks lost, doesn't he? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I wouldn't say as maybe as much as some of the other. I, I mean, not I'm as much say, as a guy like Matthew Wolf, who everybody uh, well, had high yeah. hopes for. You know, I'm going to say when you're a guy who's a top 20, 25 player in the world. This missing the cut here has got to sting more than anywhere. Because, like we said, the field is the weakest. You just got to be top 50 and beat the guys like Larry Mize. I mean, who, who beat you here? You know, guys like, uh, um, well, I, none of the, it, it's just not a, it's not a, this is not a cut you want to miss. And Kepka, Kepka looked lost out there. Xander Shoffley did not look good. That was my pick to win, and he missed the cut, of course. And then one that I thought, was going to do something because he was really cheap in DraftKings, and he's actually resurfaced and played well the last few months, is Gary Woodland. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought he would do something, but uh, no. And I do want – there was one stat that I saw 
about Bryson DeChambeau. We mentioned him a couple minutes ago. He shoots. He was seventy six eighty yesterday. Shoots eighty, and he again doesn't look right. I think there's something going on. I think he's hurt. He's hurt. But you know, if you'll remember, a couple years back, he said he basically looked at Augusta as a par sixty seven because he said, well, you know, knock it on all the par fives very easily in two. And somebody posted yesterday on Twitter, if you if you use par at 67 in Augusta, since Bryson said that, he's played eight rounds there, and he's 43 over par, if you call it a par 67. So that has uh, come back to haunt him quite a bit, basically saying that he would go out there and just bully the golf course because he has done anything but that. Yeah, he looks off. And you bring up Matthew Wolf, and I'll give this quick little story for you. So I'm in this golf pool every year. We go do a draft, and you draft five guys, and it's all based on top fives and wins. So you get five five bucks from every guy when you get a top five. I think you get ten bucks from every guy when you get a win. And if all five guys of of in your group make at least one top five for the year, I think you get fifty bucks from every guy. So it's fun. You draft for the year, and you've got your five guys. I got a good team. I got Morikawa, and I've got Will, and I've got Jordan as three of my five. My fifth pick was Matthew Wolf. He's been uh, pretty bad this he, year. And here's the thing: I can make I can make one trade, one switch out. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Yeah, but who do you take? And everybody, who's, everybody, who's available? I, there's not much. And and I, it's like, how long do I hold on to this guy? I, you know, before I take a Cameron Young or somebody like that. But, yeah, I'm I'm worried about my fifth pick for sure. So, all right, that's a little bit of Masters wrap-up. Uh, T-Box out at Crest Cars. You can go to uh, Cadillac or Infinity. Come on in. They've still got your – I don't think she bought this QX60, did she? No, I haven't seen her in a minute. It's still sitting so, here. So uh, they're about to move it. Are they? Are they? Okay. All right, maybe she did. Ah, maybe she did. Or she's going to test drive it. Come buy it out of her, from, from out from under her. Well, why would you do that? <laughs> by the way, this segment is brought to you by the greatness of Ham's Meat Market. Last week I brought up that I wanted pig wings, and our good buddy Tony Smith brought us in pig wings. We're going to go pick them up next week. Are you? Yes, I am. I'm, uh, I'm actually supposed to be meeting up with him next week as well to uh, – Pick up some uh, some goodies from old Ham. I but. want to try some of his awesome sausages too. So pick Ooh, some of those up. I too. did some burgers the other night that he gave me. Fantastic. How about that? How about that? All right. So that's pretty good stuff. So coming up next, we're going to talk about my the start of my radio career, if you want to call it that. But first, let's talk about advancedplaster.com. I, you know, it is time right now. If to get your outdoors ready for the summer, isn't it? I mean, the weather's about to break. It's going to be 88 degrees tomorrow. And if you look outside and you look at your pool's a little bit tired or you'd like to update some of the stuff at your pool, the tile might not be perfect. The color might not be perfect. You want to automate it so you can put it all in an app so when you're out having dinner and you want to heat up that hot tub, you can do it on your phone and only take about 30 minutes. You need to call our good buddy JT at Advanced Plaster. He has done so many P1's pulls. He does a great job. He's been doing it for 23 years. His Yelp rankings and his ratings and his Google ratings are off the charts. Nobody gives him a bad rating because he always does great work. And if you're ready to get your pull done, you need to go to AdvancedPlaster.com AdvancedPlaster.com and go see JT. He'll get you a quote. 
you'll be surprised that it's not nearly as much as you think it's going to be, and he's going to tell you how great your pool is going to look afterwards, and it will, and you're going to have an awesome summer. Get your pool fixed. Get your outdoor looking, outdoors looking awesome. Go to advancedplaster.com. Thanks, JT. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, the ticket. All righty, you've got the ticket on Saturday morning. Eli Jordan, Craig Rosengarten, and the T-Box live from Crest Cars out here in Frisco. you got Jay King running the board. Jonathan Dodd giving you those ticket tickers a couple of times an hour. And Kern out here engineering. Thank you, Kern. I try. <laughs> You're doing a fine job, sir. Always good to see you. Well, we did a lot of Masters talk for the first couple hours of the show here. But we do want to now turn to Craig, who has... A very interesting story to tell us, and this segment brought to you by PGA Tour Superstore. As next Friday, they will have a Morning Madness Scotty Cameron Phantom X putter release party at their Preston Road location beginning at 7 a.m. Music, food truck, and a raffle. So go check that out. We will be out there on Saturday. First off, uh, a little special announcement. Since we just had such a great Avid Golfer event uh, a couple weeks ago, we're going to have another one. And it will be on May 8th out at Tangeridge Golf Course. And it is sponsored by the AT&T Byron Nelson because everybody who plays will get two tickets to the Byron Nelson. And by the way, Tangle Ridge, a great golf course as well. Tangle Ridge, a great golf course. And by the way, tickets to the AT&T Byron Nelson went up this year. Yes, As everything did. went up this mm-hmm. year. So the value is way higher. And I'm giving everybody a shirt. Really cool. I have a golfer shirt. And... Um, also getting the greatness of, and Kern, listen to this because it's awesome. Uh, she, um, she, somebody's texting me and I, like, they don't know I'm not on the radio. I found this thing. It's a Yeti type mug that has a Bluetooth speaker in it. Bluetooth speaker at the bottom? In, at the bottom. In the mug. In the mug. So you don't have to worry about getting your Bluetooth speaker and your mug. You get them both in one thing. You can, have, you can have your cocktail and your white snake all at the same time. There you go, Last white some, snake. I don't know really, about seriously? <laughs> How about gar, guar? Guar? <laughs> yeah, you can play some guar while you're, um, ha- while you're but having Yeah, they're coffee. really, really cool. They're $50 retail, and I think they're the coolest thing, and I went and bought them for this event. And uh, so we'll have it up Monday. So go to myavagolfer.com. You can see it. Or uh, if you're on our email list, we'll send you out an email blast on Monday for it. But, yes, we're, I'm, we're excited about this one. It'll be fun. You get two tickets to Nelson. You get dinner. You get all this cool stuff. And you get this vibe mug with a Bluetooth a speaker, speaker in it. To listen to your white snake. That's right. Eli says. <laughs> white snake, whatever. Jay, do not play white snake. Well, let me go ahead and close well, the tab Jay, that I've already yeah. opened up. Yep. We know exactly what we're going to be hearing when we come back from next break. <laughs> All right. So the uh, doctors this morning talked about how they got into radio. And I haven't told this story in a long time. And I don't think Eli's ever heard it. I don't believe I have. So I'm going to tell the story. And this was 23 years ago. I started the magazine. And That's right, ladies and gentlemen. He's been doing this for 23 years. The, ma- the magazine. Still broadcasting Not the radio. Level. Not been doing the radio for 23 years. <laughs> okay. So in my second year, <laughs> as we're struggling a little bit, um, came up with the idea to do a media madness tournament. Wanted to see who the best player in media was in golf. And we did a match play where we were going to put everybody together. And I had, I had 
a bunch of guys from the ticket. I had Dale Hansen play. I had Kid Craddock play. If you remember Terry Dorsey, I had Terry Dorsey playing. Yeah, both of them are no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Kid and Terry. And Terry. R&D. Yeah, but they played. And yeah. this was 23 yeah, years yeah, ago. Sure, so. yeah. And, by the way, Kid won it the second year. Nice. Um, and it was a blast because if you want if you want to get guys on the radio to talk about something, let them talk about themselves, right? So, and they did. And it was, and I put it together and sent out a gift a gift pack with an invitation saying, hey, I'd like you to play in this event. And here's a gift pack to get started. And George played and Craig played. And they were really good to me. Both of them were. And uh, Dan played. I don't remember if Bob played or not. I don't know if he was playing golf at the time. And um, it was, I think Norm played the first year. And it was really fun. And... The first year, uh, at the time, Corby was working with Arnold. Um, well, Chris, Chris, Chris Arnold. Arnold. He was a producer for Chris Arnold. And he calls me. He calls the office and says, hey, Craig, love your magazine. You want to get on the air and talk to us about it for a minute? And I said, sure. Never been on the radio in my life before. So I close my doors and I get in my office and I'm ready and Chris Arnold gets on and says, here next on the air is going to be the owner of Avid Golfer Magazine, Craig Rosengarten, and here I also have Corby Davidson and Rick Arnett. And at the time, I did not know that they did a golf show. So I didn't include them. And (laughs) they ambushed me. Rick more than Corby, but they said, Hey, I hear you're doing this media madness tournament where all the great media are playing or whatever, and you didn't include us. We do a flipping golf show on the ticket. What are you thinking? And just ambush me. Well, I'd never been on the radio before. How do you think I did? Probably not very well. Not well. And it was bad. And I got sabotaged. And do we have audio of this somewhere? Not a chance. And so I had Scott Murray in the field. Oh, I went to high school with his uh, daughter. And he backed oh. out. Once he Dad, found that's out, that's my brag montage. <laughs> once he once he found out that the bunch of the tickers guys were playing, he bagged out. And so I got Corby in the event. I said, "All right, Corby, you can play. You're supposed to play the number one ranked guy because he because Scott was the number sixteenth ranked guy. So I think he had to play George first first round." And I went to Rick. I said, "I, I can't put you in this year, but how about if you write for me?" You can handicap the field. He goes, I'll do that. How much are you paying me? I said, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll work that out. And then very, very funny because at the time, every time I wrote him a check, I wrote him a check to Rick Arnett, and he couldn't cash it. It was absolute genius in my world because he didn't get paid for months because <laughs> I kept writing the checks to her. My name's not Rick Arnett. It's Rick Wissom. Rich Wissom. That's like, oh, well, whatever. So that year was awesome. Uh George Dunham played Dale Hansen in the finals, and Dale did a whole three-minute thing on his newscast. He showed up in a limo. He showed up in two limos. The first limo he was in, the second limo his clubs were in. <laughs> and he, he played, he, he was the old-time golfer who always played in the tuxedo and whatever. Uh, 
I can't think of his name. Anyway, he Walter sh- Hagen. Walter Hagen. He showed up like Walter Hagen. He had he had a tux on to play in the first like suspenders and a bow tie. Yeah, he and- knew he couldn't beat George, so he 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 had fun with it, and he did. It was really really fun. We had a huge crowd out there. We played at Cottonwood Valley, and the other thing that happened that was good, Grego hated it. Because he thought I was just leveraging the little ticket and not having to pay for it. And he would always say, oh, there it is, that guy from the, from the Abbott Golfer again getting free publicity. Da, 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 da. And he just trashed me every time he could. So, but in the world of any publicity is good publicity, it was good publicity. So Rick and I started a relationship. And he started to write for the magazine on a regular basis. And I uh, got his name right finally and I was paying him. <laughs> and those guys worked during the day. He was producer noon to three on uh, on Bob and Dan, and and um, Corby was working during the during the day too. So then none of them could go play golf during the day, and they both had, or at least Rick had young kids, and Corby was getting married. And they said, "Look, we don't have any local exposure of what's going on locally. How about you come on every once a month and just talk about what's going on locally on in the Dallas scene." Sure, I can do that. And I did, and I came in, and boy, did I get myself in trouble. (laughs) Because I would just, I had no governor, and I would just, at the time, I would say the wrong things at the wrong times to the wrong people. Some of them were advertising with me, some of them weren't. Some of them would never advertise with me ever again because I said this or that. And But I learned. And at some point... um, There is some... some freedom to that though knowing that you know you don't have to worry about being filtered or measured with what you say because you know if you're just telling it like it is and and you know we are sometimes bound by people that advertise with us if we go see a golf course and it's not in the best of shape you know we might not mention it because you know i mean it's it's so there is some freedom to knowing that you don't have to watch what you're saying all the time yes um, by the way, I have somebody who says, by the way, I played, and I still have that magazine edition, and I don't know whose number that is. Um, <laughs> well, so whoever you are, sure tell me who you know, are. I'll text you back, I'm sure. Uh, um, and uh, anyway, so um, there was a point where Corby, uh, uh, Gordon didn't want to do the rant anymore. And they said, well, why don't we do it, but you need to move up Corby to do it with me. So there's a three-headed monster instead of a two-headed monster, and uh, and I said and I and they said okay and they said well who's going to replace you on the tee box? And Rick said how about Craig? He's been doing it you know for the last year or two, just coming on every once a month, and he's done a nice job, and he would probably work hard and get it done. And uh, at the time, I think Bruce Gilbert was around, and Bruce said okay, we'll give him a shot. My first ever show that I was hosting might have been the first time I and the only time I ever beat Rick in at the studio and I'm sitting in the in the studio waiting and all I hear I was in that little uh, they had a little cafe in the old where the old mm-hmm. uh, ticket was and I'm hearing over the deal as George Dijon was on the Lexi ticker <laughs> And I'm thinking to myself, who's playing a joke on me? This is my first time. <laughs> Who is playing a bad, bad joke on me? And uh, and I went three years without having any break. Do you like it? 
<laughs> yes, yes, George. <laughs> yes, George, we, we do. Yes. Um, and I and I went three years before the anus happened. And uh, then I just, the wheels completely fell off. But I did three years of really good broadcasting. So that one moment just sent you into a shame spiral that's now lasted for 15 years? The anus? Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. That's, that's some, that's some uh, kind of flat spin. So funny, the guy who just texted me was a guy by the name of Keith Leibowitz. At the time, he was working at Channel 11. Uh, he was a sports sports anchor for Channel 11. Nice. And nobody knew who Keith was, but he was a friend of mine, so I put him on there. And as and Rick didn't know who he was. So when he's handicapping the field, we had all these pictures of every guy handicapping the field. And I just put a big question mark where Keith Keith's face was. It was actually real funny. I think he won a couple matches too, though. But it was really, really fun. And uh, I couldn't do it anymore because it was getting real difficult. And the ticket wanted me to pay a fortune to let them use their guys and I did it for a year or two, and then I just couldn't afford to do it anymore. And uh, and now we get the April Fool's Open instead. Which yeah. Is, which, <laughs> all the hacky golfers at the ticket. Yeah, you're caddying for I'm that. caddying for Ty. Yes, that's right. <clears throat> I cannot get a bag. Nobody wants me. I threw, it out to, I threw it out to Jake. If he needs a bag, I'll get him to win that thing. But uh, huh. Jake, Jake didn't respond. Hmm. And uh, he must already have a cat. It's probably TC. He's probably bringing TC out there. TC still live here? I don't know. I don't know. I got to be a better caddy than TC, don't I? Yes. So. Yes, absolutely. Or they just don't care about winning. And we should have a we should have a contest. Both of them don't care about playing. <laughs> Much less yeah. winning. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, as a T box show, would beat any other. I I could let the ticket bring their best. Th- Best two. Not the way I'm playing. No? I can cover you. Yeah, you'd have to. We'd probably use 96% of your shots. Anyway, that was how I got on, and now it's been 20 years later, 19 years later, and I'm still on the air by some... It's been a wild ride. Yeah, actually, I I took a swim through doing uh, Mavericks post-game shows. Uh, Well, we need to find some audio of that, too. No, you don't. Did a couple Masters previews. Yeah. Where I had some e-breaks, I did them with you. That makes sense. We did an Olympic preview show as well. Yep. Which um, was fun. And I had a I had an e-break in that. Yes, you did. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so there's my radio career. It's probably ending soon, but right now I'm happy to be still here. So, <laughs> so At least give All me right. a couple of months' notice so we can find someone to replace you. I'm going to stick around for a while. Okay. I, I actually like it. Um, as, long as, as long as I don't offend anybody on the air and... And it's, you know, it's a, Saturday morning's 8 to 10. So, um, you know, I think we're under the radar, right? A little bit. Yeah, I mean, no, our ratings matter. are really good. Our ratings are re- really good. It's just still, you know. I guess as long as our ratings are good, they're going to keep us around. So, all right, coming up next, we got some other stuff to talk about Masters-wise, don't we? Yeah, sure. We can get into uh, maybe some players that are already out on the course and, yeah, talk a little more. Are there people on the course? <laughs> yeah, probably get close. Oh, yeah. Let's the see how they're doing. Make the call, all that and next on the Ticket Ticker. That's what I heard my <laughs> first time ever on the air. Love you, Alexi. That, the first, and I'm thinking, what are they doing to me the first time? All right, coming up next. And Sports Radio 96.7 at 1310, the Ticket. Eight on the ticket. You got the tee box. We're gaining a new listener right now because she said her husband listens to the morning show. 
And that's us. On Saturdays, On yes. Saturdays. I think she was referring to the weekday morning yes. show. The Marconi winning that's right. morning show. Hey, users. Uh, before we get into um, the Masters, got a couple tweets I need to mention. First off, a lot of people ask where Rick is. Um, we'll tell you, Rick's just taking some time off. He's fine. Don't worry about Rick. He's fine. Just needs a little time, and uh, we all do. We love when, Rick. Yes. But, Sorry uh, to disappoint you that tuned in this morning oh, expecting no, to hear Rick. <laughs> you're awesome. I love this. I love when you do the show with me, so it's so Oops. I can't lose. If it's you or Rick, I can't lose, so that's awesome. Oh. But it got a couple uh, tweets. First off, I got a tweet from Alexi Wall. Lexi. The greatness Said, of you know I'm listening, right? Tell Eli, I said, what's up, and everyone to keep their ears listening on the tea box. <laughs> there we go. It's funny. In the, in the break, we were discussing the keep your ears listening to the tickets. Awesome. And it it makes so little sense, and it makes all the sense in the world at the same time. Yes. Keep your ears listening It's to. so funny. And yes, people funny. still use it all, all the, the time. time. Yes. Uh, Mike Kagan in the house. There's the vibe. Look at that. There she this is. This is the vibe mug. And it's got the speaker the, on the look bottom. Look at that. It screws off. So this is the most awesome thing oh, you've played. Oh, okay. So, so you can take the speaker off because when we were first talking about these, it like, yeah. well, doesn't make a lot of sense because yeah, when you, you can, put it in the cup holder, and then you can go wash it. it. Look, you can go wash it and do whatever, and it's real. What's up, Matthew? And, uh, yeah, so that's really cool. So you can play in our event and get one of these. So. There you go. Anyway, Michael Bryant says, Craig, you mentioned you had not been on the radio when you were first on. Must say, listening today, you still can't tell it's not your first time on the radio. <laughs> but that's the attraction. He's not wrong. That's so, <laughs> yes. So I guess that's that's okay. So anyway, so yeah. some woman here is trying to buy a car, and she's just figured out who we are. Yeah, she just her, her husband's a big P1, so, and so there we go. Yes. All right. Masters talk. Brought Back to you by to the, the City of Arlington Golf Courses. By the way, you've got the Corn Ferry coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so fun That's stuff. Correct. Yeah, the uh, qualifier was yesterday out at Firewheel, and uh, also up at the Bridges, they had the two qualifiers. I believe they had something like 140 players for four spots for yeah. the Corn Ferry. Do you know golf. who won? I did not see who won. I um, I followed along a little bit in the morning, and then kind of had other stuff to do. So, but how did Buddy Conrad do? Didn't do well. Didn't make it. Look, making it, making it in the top four is hard. It's just well, when there's that many players, and yes. you know, you'd mentioned this before, but the wind was blowing about fifty yesterday. Yes. So, yeah, tough scoring conditions. But boy, that's crazy though. Just for a corn ferry event, there's like 150 people for four spots. Like uh, Kevin Kisner likes to say, it's not a hobby. That's right. That's right. All right, so. Masters is going on. We got guys just went on the golf course. Yeah, just a few guys that are out there on the course now. And uh, so, um, let's see, Adam Scott bogeyed the first hole, and Mackenzie Hughes did not. And those are the two guys on the course. Um, So it was a little bit startling, and you texted me this. Watching the Masters dinner, the champion's dinner, no Phil Mickelson. Mm -hmm. Was he the only – he and Doug Ford were the only two that are still alive that weren't there? Is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. I didn't didn't notice any other guys that were notable omissions. And the uh, the um, uh, use your words. Yeah, people are texting me. Stop. <laughs> well, just turn your phone over and stop looking at it. I it's it's coming up on my freaking iPad. <laughs> 
Yes, it is like my first time on the air. Dang it. Um, where were we? Champions dinner. No Mickelson. Oh, so the chairman of um, the Masters said, look, it was we, we did not ban or tell Phil not to come. It was on his own. He texted me and said he wasn't going to be here. So I'll have two questions for you right now. When's the next time we see Phil? And when's the next time we see Tiger? Those are both very good questions. I would think the answer might be the same for both of them. It might be at the PGA Championship in Tulsa. You don't think they'll play before then? I don't know. I mean, it's 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 hard to say. I mean, obviously you would you would think that Mickelson would show up to defend his championship because he's the defending PGA champion. And Tiger, depending on how these next couple of days go, I could see him just being an exclusively, especially this year, just playing the four majors, and that's it. So, you know, he, he's won over right now, and he's, he's I mean, he's in the thick of things. I mean, I don't think he's, may, you know, nobody's going to pick him to win. But if he if he re, comes back and after this four-day tournament, he comes out and he reflects on it and says, huh, maybe I could maybe I would have done a lot better if I would have had one tune-up. I just don't know if his body is quite ready for that yet. Then the one good thing, and we had mentioned kind of how stiff he looked yesterday morning, and then with the kind of chilly temperatures the next couple of mornings, that it may not benefit him much to, to get out there because he, he just can't get loose. Yeah. But I'm thinking that it may actually make sense for him to play at the PGA Championship in Tulsa because you're talking about May in Oklahoma. It's going to be warm. It's not going to be like the last time they played a major there when it was 103 degrees every day, but it'll probably be in the high 80s, low 90s, so it may actually benefit him to play in a, a, a tournament where it's going to be warmer weather and where he could loosen up quicker. So I don't. I just don't see him playing a lot of warm-up tournaments. I think in his current state, I think it's going to be he shows up a couple days for the tournament, gets a practice round or two in, plays the two or four rounds, and then gets on the road. I just I don't see a lot of benefit for him. You no, know, it'd be a to really play good, some of these smaller tournaments. We know it'd be a really good warm-up tournament for him. What's that? The AT and T Byron I would love to see that happen, but I think it's about it's not, a five percent. Not very hilly. No. And no, it's, not, wide not o- it's wide open. Yeah, I mean, at Craig Ranch, I wouldn't say it's wide it's, open. It's a, it, those are for ex- them, yes. For them, they're expansive fairways. They ain't missing many fairways on that golf course. And it's a birdie fest. So he can work on just getting his ego up. Some confidence, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's not, I mean, certainly not a bad suggestion. I mean, he's he's... It, it is the week before, so I guess there's a possibility, but I don't know. I just He seems to me like just watching him, he looks very labored out there still. Even though he, he's able to kind of manage his game and just cobble together a decent score, it still looks really labored to me. And I just I think he's going to be a – I'm just going to play all four of the majors this year. I mean, he may, he may not even play the PGA. It may be the – you know, it may be St. Andrews the next time we see him. I don't think he's missing that one. No. I mean, he's no. had a lot of success there. It's flat as flat And it's could be. four months from now. And it's three right. months from it, now. Exactly. So. He's got more time to recover, more time to rehab. And, I mean, the only really kind of, I guess, downside to it for him would be just having to – 
travel, like just sitting in the plane for that long, but it's not like he's, you know, flying coach on American. It's, no. you know. No, he's got his own little plane. It's a nice little, I mean, you saw it. Speaking of planes, did you happen to see that video yesterday that somebody shot as they were driving by the Augusta private airport? Hey, they see, I see that picture every year. It's, it says all the private planes. They, they yeah. get like something like 160 private planes that land there to the point where Augusta's little municipal airport has to bring on, I think, 150 additional employees just for this week to deal with all the private jets. I um, I need to talk about Mickelson now, though, because okay. I wonder. I mean, he's he's over fifty, and I. I wonder if he's even, you know, relevant anymore. But he did win a major last year. Well, I think that means you know, he's relevant. So he's relevant, and he's a lot of people like him. <laughs> Real quick, we did get a tweet that uh, another notable absence the Champions Dinner was on Hill Cabrera. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they have. I don't think it. they have a work release program for on <laughs> Hill. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in, in Major League when they ask Ricky Vaughn if he could make spring training, and he's just in jail. He goes, I don't know if I can make it by then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's another one. So those yes. those would be the two. <laughs> yes. Um, good point, good point. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know when we're going to see him, if ever. Mickelson? Yeah. Oh, we'll see him again. He's got to show up to defend. He doesn't got to. He didn't show up at the Masters. I just can't Who imagine. Who doesn't show I up at the Masters? I can't imagine he wouldn't show up. Who doesn't show up at the Masters? Well, I, I, th- I think that there's some kind of something going on behind the scenes. I think that he's been suspended, and he didn't show up. But I, I would imagine that suspension's probably expiring before he – they probably said, hey, you need to take a couple months off. Yeah, but the Masters doesn't have anything to do with that. I don't know, man. And he still could have showed up for the dinner. Yeah, I think we see him at the PGA. You didn't give me much credit on my 50-50 shot of Tiger playing the Masters. At least give me some credit here that oh, yeah. he's going to show up. I mean, I here's the thing. Um, it He's good for golf, even though, I mean, I've never been a big Mickelson fan. He's not been great to the – I mean, we all know who what he's really like. He's in the media. Well, I don't think everybody knows what he's really like. No, because they, everybody loves him. But um, – you know, when you're at the twilight of your career like he is, this is not the time you want to miss, right? You wouldn't think. So, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, he's not going to play. Um, he's not going to play next week. Well, well, I mean, might we see him at Memorial? Might we see him at? Well, Memorial's after the PGA Championship, isn't it? So, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're not going to. I. I don't know what else he plays normally in the next few weeks. I don't think it's much. But, uh, but yeah, it's, a, it's just a weird deal. I think we see him at the PGA. That's my official prediction. And that's the first time you think we'll see him? Probably so. So no warm-up tournament? I don't think so. Okay. All right, there you go. There you have it. Which All right. means he'll play next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were kind of right on Tiger, so we'll see. All right, um... Hey, we got a mix. We do. With your buddies. Do we know who you replaced you for the We week? do. Ty Walker and it'll be Ryan Medellin. Ryan Medellin. Very good. So we'll talk to them next. But first. But first. We need to talk about the greatness that is PGA Tour Superstores, which we will be at next week because they've got a great little event Friday, right? Yes, their event is Friday on April 15th. They're doing a Morning Madness Scotty Cameron Phantom X 
putter launch. A release party for a new Scotty Cameron putter that's coming out. And that will be at their Preston Road location beginning at 7 a.m. They'll have music, a food truck, the Taco Bites and Beats food truck to be exact. And you can also uh, enter a raffle for a chance to be one of the first people to purchase one of the new Scotty Cameron Phantom X putters. That is at the PGA Tour Superstore. And they will be doing that event just at the Preston Road location. But the Scotty Cameron Phantom X putter will be available at all of their other stores as well. By the way, I already have one. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I had to look. When you putt as bad as I do, you got to go get every possible thing you need to do to fix it and boy when scotty Cameron comes out with a new putter you got to go get one right? what have you had more of in the last 18 months vehicles or putters putters <laughs> if you add up all of my vehicles i've had since i was 16 and the putters i've had in the last two years putters still putters and the pga superstore is the best place to go to get those putters and normally where else. i get them all because that's where they have everything and they, they have every putter you could imagine they'll have the scotty camera before anybody else and you, as a T-Box listener, can get $20 off 100 bucks by mentioning T-Box at checkout or get $50 off at $250 if you mention T-Box at checkout. It's just free money, and I like free money. $50 off $250, you can go get yourself a driver or a putter, get $50 off like a snap. So go to PGA Tour Superstores. We'll be there next week, and I will be buying probably another putter because that's what I do at PGA Tour Superstores. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Tick. What was so funny? White Snake. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Just for you, buddy. Here yeah. I go again. <laughs> don't you? Are we up? Don't sing. All right. 10 o'clock on the ticket. The T Box wrapping up from Crest Cars out here in Frisco. Don't forget you can come up and uh, get yourself a new Cadillac, Infinity, or Volvo. Uh, got some Cadillacs on here, man. Really good deals on some Cadillacs. Yeah. Some of them about 400 and 450 bucks a month. Yeah, 379 Really, really solid if you yeah. want a new Caddy. Hey, um, before we mix, two things. One, I got maybe five tweets about Angel Cabrera not being there. Yeah. It's the last time you thought about Angel Cabrera. How many people are thinking, oh, yeah, Angel Cabrera's not there? I haven't even thought about where he is. Yeah, but I got a Kudos to you, P1, for <laughs> making a, sure we got that right. Got a couple of them as well. Yes, Angel Cabrera, if you're not aware, is in jail and, like, Argentina somewhere and then second prediction for the weekend winner ah uh, you hate to take the chalk but golly Scotty's just been playing so well lately he looks so in command of his game and the guys that are trying to chase him down other than maybe like Dustin Johnson and Matsuyama do you really feel like Sunjay M or Charles Schwartzel is gonna Shane hang Lowry. around for the weekend he's been playing good yeah he's been playing all right so but- I mean, it'd be hard to bet against Scotty. I'll say this. With a five-shot lead. And I said this last week. I always root for Scotty Scheffler, Will Zalatoris, Jordan Spieth. I always do. They're Dallas guys. Watch them grow up. More importantly, they're Dallas guys. If you want to, if you want me to be, I'm a homer, and I'm gonna, I am going to root for them no matter what. But if I had, and I, and it's hard to go against Scotty right now. But if I had to pick somebody, boy, if Dustin Johnson can last night after the round figured things out with his driver and his swing the fact that he shot one over yesterday what what he what what his swing looked like and he figures things out look out for him yeah i wouldn't disagree with you anyway all right thanks to kern keeping us on the air jay entertaining us and jonathan dodd telling me that the bullpen was shaky yesterday yeah i'd say shaky's probably uh 
an understatement. And if you want to go plan our tournament on May 8th, it is now up on our website at myavgolfer.com. You get a great gift uh, group of gifts. You get two tickets to the Nelson. You get our little Vibe cup with a Bluetooth speaker on it and some other really good fun stuff. And nice. See us all out there. So uh, go to myavgolfer.com, sign up, because it will probably sell out pretty quick. And now let's mix with Country Force. Hey, hey. Well, part of it. The Force is here. So, Hi, T-Box. Ty, might have did you a favor today. Why is that? Because Eli is struggling. Oh, is he, it, is he hung over again? No. Oh, man. No, it, it has nothing. To, this is not liquor related oh. at all. And didn't he, see at the V's I'm last say, night. I must say, if he had to do a 10 to noon gig, he... Um, He's been wearing out the cough drop. Oh, well, I saw that pizza he made Whoa, last night, and uh, surely the cheese is part of that uh, bad no, feeling. No, this was just part of fiance being a little under the weather earlier this week, and she has Uh-oh. passed it on to me. Too much French kissing. Fabulous. Mm, spit no, swapping. None of that. In fact, we kind of rotated this week sleeping hey on now. the sofa, so we, so I hopefully didn't get sick, and yeah. But it's it's not the the vid or anything. It's just a normal little kind of head cold. Which the vid. <laughs> I have what? a question for the golf guys. Yes. Yes. Like, we have. Yes, I'm ready. Possibly. Yes, because you guys know everything about golf. I do. How do you guys feel about Dude Perfect doing an all sports battle at Augusta? Yeah, I saw that. I didn't get a chance to watch much of it. First off, Craig, give me 10 seconds on Dude Perfect. <laughs> who, I don't know who Dude Perfect uh, is. That's all you have to tell <laughs> us. So Dude Perfect is the trick shot duo out of A&M. They make tons of trick shot videos. They have like 30 million subscribers on YouTube. They're a big deal, and they do this so thing they, called – What they do is they'll they'll climb to the top of like Reunion Tower and like – try and shoot a basketball into a basketball hoop from the top and, of it. And like they'll show you goofy stuff like they'll that. They'll show you the one time they make it and not the 5,000 times it took right. to get there. Six and a half hours it yeah. took them to do it. But, Craig, they do this thing called the all-sports battle, which is a lot of times on a golf course, and you can use like eight different types of sports equipment outside of any golf clubs or anything that you could use on a golf course. And the goal is to make it as in as little strokes as possible in the hole like you would in normal golf, but you have to use a different sports equipment piece for every shot and so I highly recommend the shovel so it's yeah so i was gonna say so it's kind of like in 10 cup where he just has the bag full of just yes nonsense and they got like to do it and a shovel and a hoe and a, a hoe <laughs> who are you calling a hoe get your mind out of the gutter but right? everybody in golf was bent out of shape this week because they got to do it at amen corner at augusta and play an all sports battle and of course of course the pro golfer they have with them is bryson dechambeau <laughs> Because he's a dude. Yeah, I would say that that is mildly frustrating that those jack wagons got to go out there and play Amen Corner, even if they were doing it with a you know a slingshot and a shovel or whatever and a hoe and yes and that, but uh, whatever. I will say that it, it is pleasant to see that Augusta is starting to become a little bit less stodgy, elitist. You know, where the par three contest always seems like a lot of fun, where they've got kids out there bouncing around and. The families are allowed to participate, and then the, uh, of course, the women's amateur that they do now, and the drive, chip, and putt, which involves not only the women but the kids as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, it just them allowing the dude perfect guys to even step foot on that property is something that probably would not have happened 15 years ago. So, so. apparently, Fred Ridley, who's the chairman of Augusta National, his first reaction was, "Who the hell are these guys? I've never so, heard of them." So I don't it's feel like Craig, bad. Yeah. 
And Not then... Well, Fred Ridley's also like 20 <laughs> years older than you. Then realized they had 57 that, million <laughs> followers on YouTube, and that sort of got his attention. And yeah. that's kind of ultimately what led to yeah, the decision. Yeah, because the Masters needs more publicity. Right. Yeah, they don't know. It's important. Yeah. For the younger generation, there's going to be a lot of young kids watching this because their demographic, Dude Perfect, is like kids from like 12 to 15 that probably don't know what Augusta is. Huh. But they're going to think they can go play Frisbee golf there. Maybe they yeah, could one day. I don't think so. Yeah, maybe they'll have, have a Frisbee golf tournament. Either you guys ever been to Augusta? Never. No. Nope. Eli, you been there yet? Once. Got to go, and it, we were there about five hours, and then it opened just a torrential downpour. We got there about 7 in the morning, got to see pretty much the entire course, and right about noon they blew the horn, and we probably – walked off the property did, about one o'clock. Did you have a $2 pimento cheese sandwich? I sure did. And uh, honestly, the pimento cheese was okay. I was uh, more of a fan of the egg salad. How uh, about the bleh. pulled pork, the pork barbecue one? I did not have the, oh, pork, the pulled pork Boy, sandwich. that put the F in fine right there, man. I, I did have, <laughs> a, uh, have one of the moon pies, though, while we, while we were there. Yeah, by the way, one of my bu- golfing buddies found the recipe for the pimento cheese sandwich and made us all pimento cheese sandwiches on Thursday when we played golf. Was it good? Yeah, it was not bad. There's I'm something not a about, huge pimento cheese guy. Me neither, but there's something about Masters Week and their pimento cheese sandwiches. I think it has something to do with that bread. They're, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's fresh-baked white bread. Yeah, it's Is really there anything better than fresh-baked white bread? Hey, boys, bread? real quickly, we're going to change gears because Uh-oh. we do have some breaking news. Oh, and this is serious. You know Dwayne Haskins, who has been in the NFL, he struggled to catch on with Washington the and Pittsburgh. quarterback, yes, former Ohio State quarterback. There are reports coming out, Adam Schefter reporting that he died this morning. He got oh. hit by a car in South Florida. Holy crap. Would have turned That's 25 terrible. in May. So, wasn't Didn't he sign with Pittsburgh? I think Pittsburgh no. is where. Yeah, he was with the Steelers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that wow. just that just came down. Well, that's, that's terrible. Mm. Wow. So thanks Way for to go, bringing Craig. the room down. We no, were trying to enjoy pimento cheese Breaking news, talk. man. Just wanted to get it out there. That's true. And you uh, have you have broken the news. Apparently, Dwayne Haskins passing away wow. at the age of 24. Mm, mm. Sorry about bringing the room down, but yeah. breaking news is breaking well, news. Well, what else do you have on the show today besides Back just, to well, Dude Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, um, and sandwiches. What we're going to do <laughs> at uh, – <laughs> yes, and sandwiches. Uh, we are going to – well, we've got to go to 12.30 because we got Stars Hockey this afternoon. Lucky you. So we got to – and at little 11, money bags over there making the extra bank by going an extra half hour. I'm telling you, man. Uh, at 11.50, we're going to get into some concert talk because I'm going to a big concert tonight, and I want to ask Ryan about his concert <sighs> history. Okay. What concert are you going to? Because I could go to a concert tonight. The Wiggles. Snoopy Dog. Snoopy Dog is he tonight. Dog. Why would you say that right now, Ty? You could have had a perfect tease for you. you got to listen it. Well, maybe the people. Me. Have you been doing this for twenty five years? No, I'm teasing. I, well, I wanted to tell him people won't be listening till eleven. People don't listen to this part. Yeah, they 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 wait for the. These the golf guys, they don't need Snoop. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to see Snoop. Nice. Where, where is he playing at? Uh, Dos Equis. Nice. Really. So I'm going to go get high tonight and watch. And I was going to say, are you going to get a little little contact I high? I imagine him. It, it might. Sm- Smell a little bit funky there. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll dive into some concert talk at eleven fifty and other good stuff as well. All right. Well, there is the country force. Awesome stuff. Yes. All right, boys. We'll see you later. Later. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Park, hard by the AAC.
This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A Cumulus Media Station.